0: To see today's photo, go to mtforchrist.org or follow me, M.T. Clark, on Facebook or Twitter. Good morning. Today's photo of a setting sun comes to us from a friend who recently left the Northeast winter behind for a vacation in Dunedin, Florida. And Even though they had to endure a six-hour delay in their flight, the waiting made them more than ready for some fun in the sun. Well, as the sun has set on another weekend and it's Monday again, I have a jet lag feeling as I am contemplating a new transition of worlds colliding as I return to my normal job as a telecommunications field technician for the first part of my day, but will be also serving my local community as a psychiatric tech for the mobile crisis assessment team this evening. Last week, I was on a working vacation and worked full-time for the mobile crisis assessment team for Columbia and Greene Counties. And after a week of it, I had a strange experience of thinking, this is my life now. <laughs> after a few days, I quickly became fully immersed in my ego trip as a psych tech, as the work demands your full attention and commitment. You can't really, t- you can't really fake your care and concern for people who are in crisis. And who are reaching out for help, or at least it shouldn't. If you, were, if you were going through the motions and helping people in crisis, you could do some serious damage, as your lack of attention and care could confirm there were suspicions that no one cares and could do more harm than good. While we must maintain some level of separation and professionalism in our interactions with those we try to help, We have to be real in our commitment to be a sympathetic listener and to try to guide people out of crisis and into peace. Uh, Similarly, in my job as a communications tech, I have to assure the customers I encounter that I care about their communication problems and am doing everything I can to resolve their problem as soon as possible. But in both jobs, as much as I want to help those I encounter, I also have to recognize that I can't solve everyone's problems, and I have to know my limitations and refer people to specialists when necessary. I have to do as much as I can to help, but also be wise enough to know when the problem before me requires skills that are beyond me, and be humble enough to admit that and guide people to those specialists. So today, I will be operating in both realms of telecommunications and the world of mental health, and in order to function in both, I have to maintain a level of inner peace and balance that will allow me to be effective. While there are many techniques people can employ to relax, I have come to understand that the greatest sense of peace that I can experience comes from my continuous relationship with the Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ. Jesus is THE specialist who saved me from sin and death, and I can walk through this earth now in peace with God because of Him. Just as my jobs require my ability to discern when something is within my power to change and when things need to be given to a specialist, our relationship with God requires us to recognize that uh, there are things that we are responsible for, and there are things that are beyond our power to affect that we should give to God. And just like when I refer problems I can't fix to unseen specialists that I trust will help those in need, I have, to, I, I have to also have faith that when I run into problems in my life that are beyond my ability to change and choose to surrender them, surrender them to God, I have to trust that he will guide them in the way they should go. In fact, our faith in God requires even more faith than our trust in man. If a specialist fails to fix the problem, we would give it to another specialist until it is fixed. But sometimes even the specialist can't fix what is broken, and they have the hard task of telling those affected that there is nothing they can do, and they will have to accept the loss and get something new to replace what's broken. Even specialists can't fix everything. With God, it's the same way, but he has the harder job of having to deal with the really big problems, with issues like war and peace, sickness and health, and life and death, people will come to God and ask him to fix it, and fix it fast. Sometimes our prayers are answered as we as we expect, and we praise his name and declare that God is good. But more often than not, our expectations of what God should do are not met, and just like when the specialist tells you uh, that you will have to accept the loss and move on, we might become disappointed and angry. When specialists fail us, our anger can cause us to stop doing business with them. But if we have any insight into God's eternal design, we have to realize that the only one who will suffer from not doing business with God is us. That's why our faith in God must transcend our faith in man. Our faith in God has to be more than our faith in others and more than our faith in ourselves. If we are honest, we have to realize that we don't know everything. And we can't fix everything, but God does. And as the world may seem to be falling apart at times, and the governments of men seem to be incapable of solving the problems that we face, we need to recognize that our faith is best put in the hands of the one who made the earth and will shape the future. As daunting as the questions of life and death can be, the Lord provided his answers to those questions in his word, the Bible. The Word of God tells us of a Messiah that would come to reconcile man to God, and those prophecies were fulfilled in Jesus Christ. Those who put their faith in Jesus are given eternal life in his kingdom, and even though their bodies may fail them here on earth, they are assured that the one who conquered death will prepare a place for them beyond this life. So whatever problems we face today, remember, there is only so much we can do, and only so much we are responsible for both for today and tomorrow. We should do what we can and refer the problems we can't handle to specialists. But as for our lives, we should do what we can to live according to God's word and then trust the Lord to take care of the rest. Uh, When we live our lives uh, by trusting the Lord with the things we can't handle and just do our best to follow his wisdom, we discover that our lives become filled with the fruit of the Spirit. When we walk in the Spirit, a.k.a. obey God's Word, uh, our lives become living expressions of love, joy, peace, goodness, faithfulness, kindness, patience, and self-control. So keep walking and talking with God, and trust in Him to help you accept the losses and disappointments in life, and that He will eventually fix what's broken, when Christ comes to rule and reign forever and ever. Amen. Today's Bible verse comes to us from the uh, from the New Living Translation Bible Promise Book for Men. This morning's meditation verses are James 1, 2, and 3. And they say, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. Today's Bible verse, verses encourage us to have joy, joy in our trials because they will cause us to rely on the Lord and grow in the fruit of patience. Sometimes we can be pretty confident in our ability to fix problems. We learn from our mistakes and can develop plans for every contingency. However, the questions of sickness and health and life and death are problems we can't fully prepare for unless we have a relationship with God. The, relation, uh, the assurance of eternal life requires our faith in Jesus Christ. Our faith in Christ recognizes our weakness. We can't do it ourselves, but, we, but when we put our faith in Jesus, we receive a new spiritual life and have access to the power and wisdom of God himself. But in order to receive God's wisdom and strength, we have to ask for it and we have to rely on him. Trials exhaust our ability to fix things. They challenge us because we can't immediately fix them, and they cause us to recognize our weaknesses. But as James points out in today's verses, that's a good thing, because they will cause us to rely on the Lord's strength and wisdom to guide us through them, and they will demand that we endure through them and wait for resolution. Waiting on a resolution will create the environment to exercise our faith and grow in our patience. So, if you're going through a trial, draw close to the Lord. Seek his presence, his wisdom and his strength in prayer and in his word. His help may come miraculously or more likely providentially, or may come with uh, come with just may come just through the strength he gives you to endure and persevere. When we walk with God, we are assured of a good ending here on earth or as it is in heaven. But obviously, God caused James to write these words to assure us that trials would come in our lives. We should recognize them as opportunities to grow in our relationship with God and in our patience. The only way we could rejoice in trials is because we, we can know that they serve the purpose of becoming more like Christ and becoming closer to God. So, trust in the Lord and he will see you through. Your trials will teach you how to solve problems you never faced before and will teach you to trust in God like you never have before, but they will also cause you to grow, and because of that, we can rejoice. As always, I invite all to go to mtforchrist.org, where I always share insights from prominent Christian theologians and counselors to assist my brothers and sisters in Christ with their walk. Today, we continue to share from June Hunt's Over Reading, Freedom from Food Fixation. Um, today's sections are are on how um, what effect does bulimia have on the body? And uh, so, if you wanted to know the effects of bulimia on the body, um, the uh, you can see that on the uh, <laughs> at the end of today's blog post at MtForChrist.org. Um, as always, I invite uh, you to check out um, our discipleship classes that we also have on the on the pod. Cast, um for victory over the darkness, the bondage breaker, and freedom in Christ, and we invite you to check out our Bible study uh, that we do once a week called Bible Study with the Cinquantes. Those are available on the blog and the podcast as well. Um, so uh, it's Monday, um, and uh, uh, just to remind everyone, I am putting on the in the in the blog post. There's an invitation basically to. Uh, join uh, one of the online courses uh, for Freedom in Christ that Freedom in Christ Ministries is offering. Um, registration is open, uh, so you can su- uh, click the sign-up form to uh, sign up for one of the groups, uh, check the availability. They even have a Spanish-speaking one. If you have Spanish-speaking friends, um, Freedom in Christ has a course uh, that starts on April 5th for them. Um, and registration for these classes is open until March 27th, so I'm going to leave those th- this information on the blog going forward. And uh, I invite everyone to join a class uh, to experience their freedom in Christ, or just to learn to how to help other people experience their freedom in Christ. Um, if you have a measure of freedom, it's your responsibility to walk in it, and, you know, you should probably share it too. Um, so that's that. Um, it is Monday, so things are sort of... Uh, let's uh, let's pray. Lord God Heavenly Father, thank you for another day in Your kingdom. Thank you for the goodness You've given to us through the knowledge of uh, Jesus Christ is the the way to save us, and uh, for giving us new an eternal life through faith in Him. Lord we, we pray for the people listening today. Lord we we've, we've gone before you uh praying before this podcast to to heal some people, uh to help some people. And uh, Lord, I I'm, I'm sure our friends who are listening today have requests of their own. Uh and so we pray on their behalf that you would you would hear hear their request and uh, and and meet them and uh, give them the strength they need to to carry on. Uh Lord, we thank you for all that you've done. And uh, we, we pray for you to go before us today to set up our day, to, to lead us into the things we should do and to show us the things we should know. Lord, we pray for your Holy Spirit to, to guide us and to, and to keep us connected to you uh, throughout the day so we can have a, a living relationship where we can walk and talk with you and, uh, and know your presence and your power and your love um, as we go from step to step where we pray and We pray all these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.